We are very happy to continue our knowledge sharing mission through these series of chats with marketing leaders from all over the world. And we couldn't be more happy to have Talia with us today from Consensus. Thank you so much for joining us, Talia. Thanks for having me. How did you end up becoming head of product marketing developer and consumer products of Consensus? I've spent the last 13 years in media and tech, most of my life in tech and digital products and sort of nine years in big tech. So working in roles at Google and Facebook. And previously I led product marketing for Facebook Australia and New Zealand. And that means running the GTM and setting the product prioritization for ad products across Facebook, Instagram and Messenger. And now I lead product marketing for the D2C and D2D products at Consensus. And I've always been a nerd. And so I've always been very, very interested in blockchain and some of the emergent use cases for blockchain technology. And one of those is decentralized finance, which now is sort of exploding. So I've been following Consensus for many years. And in particular, some of the most high profile products in the industry, like MetaMask, for example, is like the most widely used Ethereum wallet in the crypto sphere. Infura is one of the largest blockchain infrastructure brands in the market. Truffle is the gateway into Solidity development for a lot of developers. So I was very fortunate to have the opportunity to join the team two years ago to help sort of pivot consensus into purely a software focused uh, company. And so that's how I ended up here. So in my current role, I operationalize marketing across all of the platformed or SaaS based product groups. And I've built a a globally distributed cross-functional marketing team. My team is global and together we've been able to scale users and recurring revenue across those products. For those who don't know already, what does Consensus do? Consensus is a fintech company, but basically it builds Ethereum-based software. So it builds blockchain-based software. And so that's infrastructure, that's crypto wallet, that's a developer tools. So anything that enables people and developers and enterprises to build stuff on the Ethereum blockchain. Have you ever had career advice that was given to you as a marketing leader that's been particularly valuable? Yeah, at Facebook, actually, there was a very big emphasis on hiring people better than yourself. And there was a lot of pride in that. Perhaps some of the people watching this have worked in places where people don't want to hire people who might outshine them or something like that. But it was a very, very open and supportive culture to go and find the best people in the industry, hire better than yourself, give them the tools and the support that they need to do their job and get out of their way. So that's something that I really liked about Facebook and something that I've taken with me. And I try to employ in my day-to-day job here when we're hiring people into consensus. And I really think that at the end of the day, if you're a knowledge-based worker, then it's all about talent and it's all about people. Last year, it was tough for anything event-related. As a result, did you feel you've had fewer opportunities to market your product? It's interesting. I felt that there are actually more opportunities to market our products because we weren't so anchored down by events throughout the year, which take a lot of resource and a lot of planning, a lot of time. So we just shifted our channel mix quite a bit. We lent more heavily into content, social, community management, developer relations, and we oriented a lot more resources and support around those functions. And we still participated in virtual events. We were just much more selective with events we invested in and we were a bit more targeted. And of course, the KPIs changed. So on the ground, it's a bit more ambient and a bit more focused on exposure. But with virtual events, things are a lot more trackable. You can get a lot more data. So the KPI sort of shifted, but we did definitely adjust our channel mix. In your opinion, what does the future events landscape actually look like? Are virtual events here to stay? I hope so. Working with a product set that serves a very, very global and widely distributed customer base, virtual events really enable our current and prospective users the opportunity to engage with the industry. So it increases the accessibility and reach of your events. So personally, I hope they're here to stay. 
what are you most excited for about 2021? Is there anything interesting that you have already planned for your company? It's an incredibly interesting time for our industry right now. There's uh, a lot of momentum. There's so much innovation, experimentation. There's a lot of interest now from sort of retail investors and people just curious about decentralized finance and Bitcoin and Ethereum and all that sort of stuff. And that means the adoption curve for a lot of our products has really rapidly increased. So for us, 2021 is going to be another year of explosive growth. And so that means we're very furiously busy scaling our products or making sure that we can scale our products and all of those ancillary things around it, like support and, and that sort of thing, building new features and solving the most important problems for users and for developers in this ecosystem. So there's going to be a lot of announcements and a lot of launching over the next year in sort of those two segments. So that's kind of going to be taking up a lot of my time this year. I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Thanks for having me.